This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycasts. Heads up, because we've got a guest in the studio. Rachel Cook is the LBQ Women's Health Project Lead from VAC, the Victorian AIDS Council, and was uh, you would know her previously in a role as editor of MCV. Rachel, welcome to Joy 94.9 again. It's lovely <laughs> to be back, and what tantalising conversations has been happening. Oh, yes. Let's cover off on a few things oh, before, yeah. before we get to your... Uh, business at hand, mm-hmm. you're, you would have been listening because you've been in the green room for about four hours. Um, <laughs> She's just borrowing the Wi-Fi. And, <laughs> well, people come and do it. Free, free lollies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the baby water. Um, that's your water, isn't it? No, that's, that's the that's the, uh, the cost-cutting water. I thought it was VAC water. Actually, I've just thought it has got our label on it. Yeah, yeah that's right. Here. I think it's yeah. past due, so they give it to joy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you would have heard my call-out to our listeners. Yep. I am going to a, a quite important uh, karaoke night on Friday, mm-hmm. and I'm looking for advice not only on track selection but on etiquette. What's your go-to karaoke performance? Uh Shout, Tears for Fears. Oh, oh yeah. let it all out. Yeah, let it all out. And I do. And uh, and I think the key to karaoke is um, really going for it. And what I try to do is use a particularly um, passionate voice. We well, comically to... passionate? Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Because you don't want to go in there using well, your good voice, your good singing voice, your choir voice. I don't know. If you've got really? a good voice, you really need to I don't run, know. run with it. Surely. I reckon hold it back a bit. I actually I have a friend whose um, whose uh, go to song is Hotel California, oh, yeah. and she does it in a very Nina Hagen oh, wow. st- style, and it's it's sensational. Right. Yeah. Hotel California, I could do. Mm. So yeah, there should be karaoke for air guitar because I'd excel at that. I reckon there is, isn't there? Yeah, there's an air guitar yeah. world yeah. championships, mate. Yeah. Need to get out more. Google that. Love no, to but that's, you that's that. championships. I'm not that high up in the system. You know who's loving this is Sally Rugg, who's on hold, but we'll leave her there. <laughs> She's going, come on, put me on. No, we are going to be speaking with Sally Rugg shortly, but that, it's because... Will you tell us what you're here to talk about? Because there's a big conference coming up and we're all very excited. Yeah, well, I, well, it is. It's the LGBTIQ Women's Health Conference. But I, what I would like to say firstly is I think people hear the word health conference and they think uh, doesn't sound too exciting. But this particular health conference, I think, is particularly exciting. I think there's something for everyone, incredibly diverse. I think you'd call it an event. Call it the Chicken Nuggets Conference then, <laughs> if you don't think health sounds that interesting. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I, I was more See, getting along the, the lines of embarrassing bodies. Oh, yeah. But it's not that, well, is it? No, no. it's no, it's certainly not that. Um, and we won't be changing the you, name madam, to stand that. Up. Um, but um, but it really is becoming quite the uh, extraordinary event. And I think that even if you have zero interest in anything to do with health or well-being, oh, you will find exist. something. You will find something in this we, program. Let's, let's get the dates out of the way. July twelfth and thirteenth. Oh, coming up very quickly in Melbourne. So this conference is basically it's in the fourth year. It's a partnership between VAC and ACON. It's all about. Um, LGBTIQ, women's health, well-being, different issues. Is What's everything. ACON stand for? Well, oh, see, right. ACON uh, used to be AIDS Council of New South Wales, but actually they just 
they're just known as Acon now because they ah. actually do a whole bunch of diverse health issues, as does VAC these days. Health so. is a broad term, isn't it? Well, it the is. It's becoming broader and broader. So, like, for instance, in this program, you know, it's, we're covering um, racism in, in, um, in, our, in our communities. We're covering um, sex work. We're covering sex education. We're covering um, lots of political stuff and also lots of just uh, pretty mainstream issues as well, such as cancer. Uh, mental health? You and know. mental health. Yes. Okay. Um, and we've got some fabulous keynote speakers, which is what we're announcing exclusively on Joy oh, wow. today. Didn't know it was an exclusive. Oh, it is. World exclusive, mate. Exclusive it's a world exclusive. Sound effects. <laughs> Hang on. <gasps> nice. Sorry, I should have saved that for after the announcement. <laughs> <laughs> you list all 12 and I'll do that grab every, every time. <laughs> Do you want to tell us who's uh, uh, yes. keynoting? So, okay. So, first up, we've got Gerald Rector, who is the CEO of Vic Health and a world, and also she's actually a World Health Organization advisor. Um, Gerald's a lot of things. So, if you ever want to feel um, get particularly inspired or feel like perhaps you're not doing much in the world, look up Gerald's bio on Vic Health. It's just, it just goes for about um, three pages, and she does absolutely everything. And is also a board member of the Western Bulldogs Football Club. Get out. Yeah. Wow. Uh, no, Alison Thorne, who a lot of our listeners would know, has been someone who's been integral to our community for decades now. And I love that Alison does refer to herself as a lifelong LGBTIQ liberationist. Mm. Yeah. Um, Alison has been also integral in informing organisations such as VAC, for, for, uh, for instance. Um, Naomi Fontanis, who is a feminist and long-time advocate of the Filipino transgender community. Um, myself and a colleague saw Naomi speak at the Better Together conference earlier this year and it was just astounding to hear someone speak so eloquently and passionately and also entertainingly at the same time about issues facing um, trans women. And so we actually just approached her on the spot and said, would you like to come to our conference? And luckily she accepted. And we also have Roja Meadi, who is the senior human rights campaigner at GetUp, as well as a writer and editor. Um, Roja is someone who, if you haven't heard of her already, you'll be absolutely hearing from her over lots of different issues in the, in the coming years. Absolutely fantastic advocate and activist. And... Last but certainly not least is Sally Rugg, who a lot of our listeners would know, who was... Well, I'll let you do the introduction, yeah, she shall, just I, shall I just keep no, going? No, no, carry on. I love it. Just keep going. Uh, who was the former campaign director at GetUp, where she worked at the forefront of the marriage equality campaign and is currently the executive director of Change.org. And we have a live on the line from Sydney, Australia, ladies and gentlemen, Sally Rugg. Oh, look, there's clapping. <laughs> oh, my God, what a crowded studio. <laughs> No, no, we're, talk, we're talking health conference, Sally, but I'm not sure if you're aware, and I do have to ask everybody that enters the studio today, what is your go-to karaoke track? Oh, okay. Um, mine's pretty niche. Have you seen the film Mulan? Rouge or Mulan? No, Mulan. It's like a Disney cartoon. No, no. not. <coughs> okay, well, um, you've got some weekend viewing ahead of you. There's a song <laughs> in Mulan called I'll Make a Man Out of You, and... Um, it's the best karaoke song. You just got the thumbs up from Rachel, our <laughs> producer, in, in the studio. So thank you for that. She knows. She, she knows. knows. <laughs> uh, I'll look into Milan, but I don't think I'll have it verbatim by tomorrow night. Anyway, Rachel, Rachel was just introducing you, actually keynoting at the conference. I'll throw this question to you. We understood... The, so the conference used to be called an L... Oh, maybe it's more for you, Rachel. I don't know. Just that issue of it used to be an L B. 
Q mm. conference, yeah. and now we've added the whole acronym. What's yeah, that? well, that came so this is the conference fourth year, and so in the three previous years, there was lots of feedback, and a lot of the feedback said that we needed to expand the acronym to be representative of all the women who were coming to the conference, but not just that, it was also representing what was already happening at the conference. So we've right. always had lots of uh, uh, trans representation, and so basically we just were listening to the people and saying, yes, well, of course, that's how it should be. Yes, and we don't have to learn a whole other acronym now. No. <laughs> that's hard. <laughs> yeah. So Sally, what, what, so what's your level of involvement in the conference and what are you, what are you planning? Well, first I'm going to get on stage and sing I'll Make a Man out yes. of you from That's Mulan. Right. Can we do that as a duet? Is that a duet possibility? I'm locking um, that in as we speak, Sally. <laughs> great. Thanks so much. So um, I'm going to be speaking to the conference um, about activism and campaigning and advocacy. Because, I, mean, I, I mean, a lot of my work has been in more of like a policy arena, so stuff around, say, schools, um, obviously marriage equality, but all, like, all, all LGBTI justice and progress and activism is actually all really intertwined. And I think, um, you know, there's so much great work being done in the LGBTIQ women's health space, but there's still so much space for uh, like improvement and for um, creating better access conditions for those communities, and I think a lot of like uh, activism and campaigning can really uh, be useful there. Sally, what led you down the activism path? I mean, you've, you're so active and you're so busy. Just looking at your <laughs> yeah. CV, it was astounding. I mean, you know, I'm probably twice your age. It just made me feel so lazy. Um, oh gosh. Yeah. What What led you down that path? Um, I mean, it's probably a combination of things. I think it's, like, the simple fact is that I feel like I have quite a strong, strong sense of uh, justice and injustice, which many people do, but I also just really hate being told what to do. <laughs> so, like, with marriage equality, for instance, like, I don't want to get married, but, like, I will not have anybody tell me that I can't do something because right. I'm gay. Um, and, and, yeah, so I think that's probably how I... So is it a know, family thing? Like, do you think... You know, you're, are you from a family who have a good social conscience? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. Like, I, you know, grew up recycling. <laughs> but, like, like, I don't I don't come from a family of activists or anything, no. Yeah, um, yeah it's, it's, a, it's a funny question because my, actually my answer to that question is, like, I can't imagine not doing this work. It, no. it doesn't make sense to me. But I don't think that's, like, a particularly useful answer. I think in a really odd way, Sally, the... Um I think that your generation, this this marriage equality debate and the plebiscite we had to have and all of that stuff has actually been good in a way because it bred a whole new generation of activists and I worry that this activism that has been stirred in this generation is going to dissipate if we don't follow up with the, what's like what's the next big big thing like my generation had the AIDS epidemic and that got everybody active and up and that's where your get up where, where you used to be was sort of that where it, where it had its birthplace but I worry that these activists like everybody got so excited and and what what happens now that we've got marriage equality like what's the next campaign for you guys yeah I mean it's an interesting question because like sticking with LGBTI uh, campaigning like the the campaign landscape is such that uh, so many different battles are being fought all at the same time and it, you know it's not this one linear uh, path where we do okay well that's marriage equality next step like things are already happening all the time but in terms of whether this generation are gonna um, you know have, have peaked too soon with the postal survey and then mm-hmm 
will become apathetic. Like, I, I mean, it's, it's too soon to tell, really, but what I'm really excited about, for instance, is the fact that during the postal survey, we got 90,000 extra people on the electoral roll, for mm. instance. But that is going to be a really exciting change at the next election. And we also have, like, close to 8 million people who voted yes in the survey who took what is actually, like, in campaigning, we would consider quite a high barrier action, like, to tick a box, post a letter, remember to do it. Like, it's it's more yep. than signing an online petition, for instance. Which is interesting because all... Taken, go ahead. I was just going to say, they've taken this action and then they've seen um, how powerful they can... You know, they won the campaign. Like, they, they won the vote. So, mm. you know, I, I'm, I'm optimistic and excited about how this sort of experience of uh, grassroots power and collective action will... It's exciting yeah, to have 90,000 new kids on the electoral roll, but if, if democracy worked the way it's supposed to, we wouldn't need change.org and organisations like it would be. I mean, we should be able to make effect change through the existing... What is the role of change.org in that process, do you think? Yeah, I mean, so platforms like change.org and Get Up, where I used to work, like, we exist because we believe that ordinary people should be able to participate... Uh, you know, in the decisions that affect them outside of election cycles. So we do have elections, but we know that uh, you're absolutely right. Like our power systems in Australia are, are kind of broken. We have like huge corporations making political donations. We have factional secret deals that say that you can't bring in marriage equality without a postal vote. You know, there's all these different power systems at play. So um, digital digital organising of democracy is trying to rebalance that power. Sally, the extra 90,000 on the electoral roll, is there figures on, you know, their age group and their demographic and that sort of thing? There is. Like, I I can't recite them off the top of my head, but they are largely young people. Mm. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, I think that's what I'd heard, and I think that's such a... You know, it's the sort of thing that could kind of uh, put the Liberal Party in a difficult position at the next election, possibly, hopefully. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah, look, if Mm -hmm. I... Like, I remember when the postal survey was announced, thinking just like this is such an own goal for the government mm, like yeah. and then that's exactly right you've got 90,000 people on the electoral roll who chances are like pretty pissed off that their mates uh, lives got subjected to a national vote. Yeah, I can't so, imagine a lot of people uh, enrolling to vote just to vote no. I'm sure that it was a yes vote, that 90,000. <laughs> Rachel, Rachel Cook, can I ask you regarding the conference, mm-hmm. is it something that any old Joe can go to? Absolutely. Yeah. This, is, this is open to absolutely anyone and everyone. And, um, you know, part of what we're doing now is just basically filling lo- lots of registrations, but um, we do have capacity for a lot more. So we're really hoping that people come on board. As I said before, there's something for absolutely everyone. It's a great way to get our voices heard as women in this community. And it's a great way to actually <clears throat> meet in a way that's not, you know, in a, in a bar or that sort of setting. It's like 300 plus LBGT, LGBTIQ women in the one place and it's also in a fantastic social event as well. So, um, and it's also... Are you freaking dating opportunities here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I seem to be. I seem to be. <laughs> is it just healthy snacks? I'm, I'm worried because I go to food straight away. Is it just look, healthy I, snacks at the bar? Look, well, no, I I'm, I can't tell you exactly what the catering is. It, this hasn't been our focus just yet, Dee. Wow. But uh, I can imagine that's a ticking time bomb. But I will tell you <laughs> that there will be plenty of food um, at the conference. Oh, you had me at 300 lesbians in one space for three days. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, as what I said... What could possibly go wrong? Very reasonably priced. In fact, I think you can get in for as low as $25. Okay. Give um, us, what's yeah. the website that we can go to to have a look? LBQ... 
Oh, you're so just messing with acronyms now. <laughs> well, we couldn't actually change. Yeah, Websites are nearly free. So, you know uh, that you, you uh, can. Locked in forever. Uh, but yeah, long story. Albicu.org.au. <laughs> uh, can I ask Sally? I one love more it that question? Rachel hated having to say that after that last conversation. <laughs> I want to ask Sally one more question. Go on. Sally, uh, would yeah. you ever go into politics? Or are you happy in the she space? She is in politics. In? I know, but you know, after a fashion. Yeah, I am in politics. Yeah, but um, I for a dominant think- party. I think I've said too many nudes, to be honest. Okay. I think, yeah. I think we all <laughs> have, and I think... You've got to delete the Snapchat. <laughs> Can't delete all of it. She's got a history. <laughs> the send nudes party. I think someone like you is much better served out of the major parties anyway, so good on you. Thank you. I think so too. I think so. I think every time somebody like that has got into politics, it's gone yeah, it to caca. Yeah, no, better totally. off agitating and keep doing it, Sally Rugg. Thank you very much for joining us on Daniel Mason. Rachel Cook. Well done, you. Good luck with the conference. And really, you you know, pop your mind towards food because it is important at a health conference. It's going to be a minefield at a queer Um, conference, mate. Sorry, It's going to be a minefield at a queer conference. Two words. A lot of... (laughs) Two two words for you. Food, allergies and stuff. Two words for you, Rachel. That's already covered. Already covered. Nobody say gluten because this thing's going to (laughs) end. Two words for you, Rachel Cook. Carrot sticks. You're on Joy. Thanks, Sally. Thank you for listening to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.